0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We know that everyone is feeling a little bit of the pinch here in the economy of 2022 or the non-economy of 2022. But uh, sad news broke (sighs) over the weekend that Twitter uh, warned its employees that they might not receive only half. I mean, they they might not even get half of their typical annual bonuses as Twitter grapples with economic uncertainty. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, sad news, even for Twitter employees. Now, apparently, Twitter executives fear that earnings are dropping because online advertisers who supply the majority of Twitter's revenue are worried that, the war in Ukraine is preventing people from spending. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. It's the war in Ukraine that is preventing people from spending. Oh, yeah, there's that whole thing with Elon Musk, too. And uh, we're suing him because he's trying to back out of the deal of buying us. There's that little thing going on. So, anyway, just so you know. I know it doesn't it doesn't make it any better for you. But it you know, it does make you feel a little bit better when you're thinking that, you know, how are other people getting along? Even the Twitter employees may only get half of their bonuses this year. I know. I know. I'm sad too. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) So, if you were flying on the Ethiopian Airlines flight (laughs) ET-343, you may have noticed that you touched down a little bit later than you had planned on. And that's just because, well, the plane overshot the runway. And then it had to turn around and came back and landed safely. And no one was the wiser. But the reason that it uh, missed the landing strip originally was because the pilots we're sound asleep (laughs) so they added on autopilot and they said uh, you know let's take a little nap what do you say and uh, they put that bad boy on autopilot and uh they the air traffic control was like uh, hey uh flight uh 343, uh, you're not uh, starting to descend toward the airport uh, on your final approach. What's going on? You're staying at a cruising altitude of 37,000 feet. Shh. 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 And they had multiple attempts trying to wake up the pilots, but to no avail. Then uh, the uh, autopilot shut off it disconnected that's what happens uh the autopilot was you know set to go off and it's triggered an alarm and it woke everybody up hey what's going on oh my gosh we missed our landing strip <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they said uh, hey uh yeah we're uh, something screwed up up here uh we're going to be about 25 minutes late landing but uh, nobody knows don't worry about it so uh they got everybody awake And working and came back and landed properly now they consider this you know pilot fatigue and uh, okay uh, that's fine and uh, look what does this mean does this mean that uh, these people were in harm's way I feel like not I mean all your flights are you know autopiloted most of the time and does this mean that we're gonna start fighting for uh, robots to land our planes very possibly are you gonna fly on a plane where there's no pilots? Oof, I don't know. I mean, it might be just as safe and you'd probably land on time instead of being late by 30 minutes because your pilots fell asleep. The robot's not gonna fall asleep on you. You just have to hope that the robot doesn't, uh, you know, disconnect. Like today, here in uh, where I'm living in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, it is storming like crazy. We've lost internet. Many places have lost power. There's flash flooding uh, going on. And, uh, you know, so do we? Do I want a robot that uh, is underwater telling me we got to land now? Not really. Not really. I really want a human at least telling me, hey, uh, things are wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I just find it funny that, uh, you know, you're on a flight. Aren't we supposed to? We should have already been there already. Yeah. <sighs> Shh. And they got no way to wake them up (laughs) Maybe, I don't know, maybe you call a flight attendant And uh, you call the head purser and say Hey, want to knock on the door And uh, wake up your boys Or your girls, I'm sorry I don't mean to assume that it's just male pilots uh, Taking a nap, flying on Ethiopian air Just a a thought That it's possibly just males taking a nap Because women would never do that Right. Okay, so I want to explain a little bit of the rules to new listeners to Chewing the Fat. Uh, Ten months ago, after the fatal shooting on the movie set Rust, uh, which was a tragedy, uh, the actor, uh, right now just known as the actor, uh, shot and killed 42-year-old cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins and injured director Joel Souza. This actor has maintained that he did not pull the trigger of the revolver. An FBI report came out that said there was no way that the gun could have fired without having the trigger pulled. Uh, His lawyers, this actor's lawyers, are saying that that is being misconstrued uh, for the testing. Now, this actor... Uh, was just had an interview on CNN and the Chris Cuomo project. And I don't, I thought Chris Cuomo was gone. So it must be two separate interviews because the Chris Cuomo project, I thought is separate from CNN now, but the stories all say that he was interviewed on CNN. And then it talks about, uh, quotes from the Chris Cuomo project podcast that, where this actor was interviewed now the reason I keep saying this actor because since that time whenever I say his name or anyone actually says his name on this podcast a gunshot will be fired and when you say his first name you will hear a gun cocking to be fired And those are just the rules of the show. We implemented that 10 months ago after the shooting of Helena Hutchins. And uh, it's just what happens. So when I talk to you about the actor, Alec Baldwin, that happens. Now, he said in this interview that he believed that uh, Donald Trump uh, sent his lackeys to kill him. (laughs) Dude, you're just not that important i know you believe you are but you really aren't okay so he said that uh, trump called him in fact let's go ahead and just quote dear old alec the former president of the united states said he probably shot her on purpose to me (laughs) that was really the only time that i needed that i was worried about what was going to happen Because here was Trump who instructed people to commit acts of violence and he was pointing the finger at me and saying I was responsible for the death. 1,000% I'm nervous that a bunch of people who were instructed by the former president to go to the Capitol and they killed a law enforcement officer, which by the way didn't happen, Alec but I understand that's the narrative. And uh, you don't think that I think to myself, are some of those people going to come and kill me? (laughs) Well, I'm sure that you do, but that just isn't the case, okay? Uh, He went on to say that uh, he would be out of the business if it wasn't for his wife. Uh, He's lost jobs because of this. Uh, I don't know that he's, he's lost jobs because of the incident on Rust, you know, the killing of uh, Helena Hutchins and the wounding of the director, Joel Souza. He claimed five jobs he's lost, and he said he just got fired from another job yesterday. Now, someone sent me a clip of good old Alec Baldwin from a show titled Dr. Death that premiered on Peacock uh, July 15th of 2021. And in episode six of this particular... Ep- uh, it's a mini-series. It's got like eight episodes. And it's uh, it's got uh, Joshua Jackson and Grace Gunner, Christian Slater and Alec. And it's a series about Christopher Dunst, a neurosurgeon who became uh, infamous for permanently mutilating his patients, uh, killing two of them. A good guy. And... Uh, the actor is a part of this show. And during uh, episode uh, six of eight, uh, the actor is listening to his voicemail, and this is where it kind of takes a slam on the blaze. New York Times. We're planning on doing a piece on Dr. Christopher Dunn. Hi, Dr. Henderson. This is Maya Kamichi of the blaze. Please call me back at your earliest convenience at 7 what is the blaze? Yeah, I thought about looking it up, but then I decided life is too short and incredibly irritating. Oh, so even Slater gets the line in and irritating, and I thought about looking it up, but life's too short. Isn't that funny? Isn't that special? Yeah, now that's before the Helena Hutchins shooting, uh, done by accident, of course, from Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Now, to be fair, he did go on to say that he's not the victim, uh, things for him are going to get better. They're going to get cleared up. He claims to be a thousand percent, uh, confident about that. He went on to say that nothing's going to bring this woman back. She died. Uh, she had a little boy. He named the son Andros. Uh, everything we've said doesn't matter. Me, my positioning, the press, uh, the real tragedy here is what happened to this woman. Yes. Yes, that is the real tragedy. And it was caused by you. So, <laughs> just, I mean, he is, ugh. I'll just leave it there. He is, ugh. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Desperately. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> <laughs> Alright, so I did a little uh, little movie And show watching this weekend I know, it's going to come as a surprise uh, One of the things that I watched And I forgot that I had it That it was up available for me to watch Was House of Gucci With uh, Jared Leto and Lady Gaga And Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Tom Ford Selma Hayek I mean, Jeremy Irons Huge, huge actors in this show It was awesome I really enjoyed the heck out of House of Gucci and I didn't realize, what I didn't realize was that it was based actually on a true story. So, I mean, Lady Gaga plays uh, the wife of uh, Marizio Gucci after, uh, you know, they got married. So she's a Gucci by marriage, but not by blood. And uh, in the end, she, you know, goes crazy and has him killed, hires hires these two guys to kill him. Am I am I running the story for you? It's been out for a long time. Stop! It's been out since last year. Get over it. Watch it anyway. And so uh, after they shoot him, uh, she you know she's still Gucci because they hadn't been divorced yet, and uh, they were they were separated at the time you know and he would, there was a big battle between her and him, but uh, they weren't divorced so she was planning on you know taking it all. And then so the, her psychic and the two guys and her were all put on trial for his murder. <laughs> Big surprise. And, uh, they were all found guilty. I know she just lost her mind. So, uh, she got 29 years. Uh, the one got, uh, 25 years. Um. Uh, yeah the the psychic got 25 years the one guy that was part of the killing team got 26 years and uh, the one guy that did the shooting got a life sentence in prison then uh, the character that Al Pacino played Aldo Gucci he started the company with uh, Jeremy Iron's character Saeed Gucci and they uh, and the husband to gaga was uh jeremy irons syed Gucci's uh son and so aldo gucci uh had a son who was uh was his stupid name pablo uh, right pablo gucci i believe right it was Paulo. paolo gucci was uh aldo gucci's son and he was you know a weird character not really smart but he was eccentric we'll just call him eccentric okay so uh, after all this happened uh aldo co-founder of gucci dies of prostate cancer he went to jail for tax evasion and tax fraud thanks to paulo because he had a deal with with uh, uh and patrizia and then, and then, after all of this, Paolo he dies in poverty in London in 1995. I mean, he's just—I mean, I'm sure he just gave up on life. His dad died. All of this happened. His company had been taken away. Uh, he had nothing. So, in 1995, Gucci goes to be a publicly traded company because they pushed out Aldo, uh, and uh, um, Maurizio had been killed right so under the leadership of this one guy uh what's his stupid name uh what's his name Uh, dominico he'd been with uh he'd been with jeremy irons forever saeed gucci forever and he was always the manipulator behind the scenes so he brings in tom ford who you know the designer who saved gucci with the with his designs no question and saved the company uh throughout the years and now uh you know, Gucci is like worth you know sixty billion now because of those two, right? I mean, those two guys made the company uh, what it was. But as of this time, right now, not a single Gucci is in part of the company of Gucci. I freaking love that stupid movie. <laughs> I don't know why, and all I want is I want to. At one point. I was going to, I want, there's a, there's a, these pair of these classic Gucci shoes that I've always wanted and I don't have, I don't have because I don't have your money. But, uh, you know, if you'd like to donate to the house of Fisher, uh, the house of fat, <laughs> I like the, uh, the Gucci loafers, please. That'd be very kind. Thank you very much. Anyway, well worth a watch. Then I watched, uh, uh, a show called vanishing act. I think it's on Hulu. I think it's about this. Uh, what's her face? Melissa Caddick, who is the Australian Bernie Madoff. Fascinating uh, story, and it was really good because it talked about she's just she just disappeared, right? She took all this money. She had a Ponzi scheme with all these family members and friends, and she screwed over all these people that you know loved her, and she just disappeared. And now they found a foot. Well, they found a shoe with a foot in it that they claim is hers was her foot washed up on the beach, but that's all they found. They've never, they haven't found a body. They haven't found anything. And she just disappeared with, you know, originally talked about 40 million and it's probably closer to 23 million, something like that, but it's just gone. And that was a cute little story about Melissa Caddick because most of it is unknown. So it was just them, you know, her, uh, telling a story that probably wasn't true at all but it was worth the watch it's like uh, I don't know 3 episodes or something then house of dragon house of the dragon uh, premiered last night on HBO Max really good episode i liked it a lot i really liked it a lot i felt uh, i went ahead and i watched all the little clips pre show clips on HBO Max uh, just to hear their little interviews and the characters and uh, i really liked uh, the first episode house of the dragon on hbo max which is the you know the precursor to game of thrones and i uh, really enjoyed it a lot there was some some really really good scenes in it and i don't know if there was big boxing uh, on the uh, zone this weekend a couple big heavyweight matches that uh, was fun to watch so it was a, i hope you enjoyed your weekend as much as i enjoyed mine the only thing that was a little bit of a bummer, uh, from this weekend is that I had hoped to get an invitation to, uh, Jennifer and, uh, Ben's wedding in Georgia yet. No, I did not. Uh, very disappointing. I know that, uh, JLo and Ben had their big gathering in Georgia at, uh, Ben's Georgia estate. They brought in, uh, told all their friends to show up, fly in and wear white some of the friends were a little pissed that it was such a short notice thing uh why they were doing it at ben's estate in georgia la has some of the best hotels and venues in the world why are you making us travel to georgia at your stupid estate in Riceboro? (laughs) it's like 100 acres or something that he ben's got his his estate there in georgia and they you saw the air shots the aerial shots of it and it's all you know decked out and JLO was making everybody wear white. I mean, Casey didn't even show up. Ben's brother, he was too busy. The mom was there. She cut herself on the dock or something They ended up having to take her to the hospital and there were pictures of Ben outside the hospital. Ben, I will say this. Uh, dude, uh, I wish that I could smoke as much as you. I do. I want to smoke more than, than ever before. But uh, you firing up those those smokes, man. You Take it easy. I'm just saying. Uh, J-Lo... Uh, I can't believe J-Lo's letting you uh, fire up the smokes all this time. She's got to be on you to quit those things. <laughs> so I was a little disappointed that I wasn't invited to the to the gathering on Georgia. So it's just me. That's just me. I expected a letter. I expected some kind of invitation from uh, J-Lo and Ben. Maybe even to say, hey, Jeff, uh, we're sending a plane. And uh, there's there's a private plane waiting for you at Alliance uh, International Airport. Uh, is it Alliance International? I don't think it's international. Anyway, the Alliance Airport here in Fort Worth, and uh, just go out there and hop on. And we're we're expecting you here in Riceboro, Georgia, for our wedding. Okay, wear white. That sounds, you know, what can hope? It didn't happen. I know, a little disappointing. It's all. It's okay. It's okay. Jen and Ben, or Benifer, don't. Uh, don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't feel sad. I I won't be upset. Okay, I won't be upset. I'm just a little, I'm a little hurt. That's all. I'm a little hurt. Congratulations are in order to Donna Carnau, 28, took the top prize at the 2022 U.S. National Pole Art Champion in Orlando, Florida. Yes, the newest pole dancing champion, a Brooklyn-based artist and dance instructor. (laughs) Congratulations. She said she's still in shock. Her heart is still exploding. Uh, it happened uh, It happened a few days ago. I truly feel like the luckiest person in the world. Do you? So I was a little disappointed I didn't realize this competition was happening. Uh, sponsored by the Pole Sport Organization uh, on August 13th in Orlando. Uh, she was up against... Uh, 11 other finalists who came from an original pool of hundreds of competitors at regional events throughout the country. <laughs> I may have been to a few of those regional events. I'm not, I don't know if I was or not. Uh, her winning routine featured an expressive carno as a marionette breaking free of her strings while performing a dizzying array of complicated pole maneuvers. She was frequently interrupted by audience applause. That's just how good she was and is. And so she lives... Uh... <laughs> she began her, her career in pole dancing nine years ago while uh, as a college student at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I loved it, even though I was not very good. I kept working at it. And uh, it's the most powerful thing I've been able to be a part of. I spend 6 to 10 hours a day on the old pole as a professional dancer and instructor at Body and Pole in Chelsea. Uh, she also performs at Big Apple venues like The Box, The Slipper Room, Drome, House of Yes, and 74 Wives. So, I mean, you could see her at some of the top-notch places in the country. Uh-huh. Anyway, Congratulations. Congratulations for becoming the world champion. I'm sorry, the US national pole art champion. Uh, she took away a gold medal and a thousand dollars. Come on, a thousand bucks? I hope there was people putting money in the G string for that, because uh thousand bucks is nothing. For as much work as she had to put into this going through all the preliminary uh, art work. <laughs> Congratulations. Congra- I mean that from the bottom of my poll to yours. Congratulations. Sad news for you partygoers too. Uh, New Orleans mayor says, uh, look, if the police shortage persists, uh, we may not be able to have Mardi Gras. Oh no. Oh no, man. That. That really stinks because our president, uh, President Joseph Robinette Biden, uh, has said that uh, through his monkeypox czar, what's his stupid title anyway? Oh, the White House monkeypox response coordinator, Bob Fenton, said that uh, we're going to make sure that uh, we got monkeypox vaccines for distribution at large LGBT events. So would Mardi Gras be a representation of a large LGBT event? Uh, Is it possible? Uh, It's very possible, but it won't matter because if they have a shortage of police uh, in New Orleans and that staffing problem still exists, we're not going to have Mardi Gras. So that's very, very, very sad. Uh, New Orleans budgets for 1,500 police officers But its force fell below 1,000 earlier this year. The lowest staffing level in decades. Well, I've met a couple of New Orleans police officers in my day. And uh, they actually, after messing with us for about two hours in the middle of the night, they let us go. But it's just the whole point of messing with us for a couple hours was really agonizing. Although that was a long time ago. And maybe the New Orleans Police Department is much better now. We can only hope. So here's a story that uh, is kind of agonizing to me. And I, I, it just really rubs me the wrong way. This is America. I mean, I'm broadcasting from America. You may be listening in another country. And thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat, no matter what country you're in. Bless your heart. However, this story uh, from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. From Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania. It's an Amish village. Been around for almost 30 years. When I lived in Pennsylvania, had I known about this place, I would have given them business. Okay, the farm supplies grass-fed beef and cheese, uh, raw milk and organic eggs, dairy from grass-fed water buffalo, and all types of produce. All to roughly 4,000 private food club members who pay for the high-quality whole food. I would have been a member of this private food club. Maybe I I should probably see if I could just do it. It probably cost me even more to have it shipped here, so I'm not going to do that, but uh, (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's worth it because it really is agonizing. So apparently, uh, the United States government is unhappy with Miller's Organic Farm. They are unhappy that the independent farmer isn't processing his meat and dairy at a u.s department of agriculture facility oh uh, okay so he contends that he's preparing food the way god intended i whether it's god or whoever whether it's another the the amish god is there an amish god yeah it's called god okay uh it's it's america he should be able to farm any damn way he wants so they recently sent armed federal agents to the farm and demanded he cease operations. They're looking into issue more than $300,000 in fines. Uh, that probably put the man out of business. So they claimed, look, they, this is an attack on Amish religious freedom. Yeah, it's a, an attack on American religious freedom. Uh, making him even more independent, which I kind of like. He doesn't use gasoline or fertilizer. So any of the prices that have been increasing because of the Ukraine-Russia conflict uh, doesn't affect him. So he's just continuing to do his stuff. And the government wants to shut him down. This is agonizing. It's really, really bad. This I can't stand. I mean... You've got to be able to... That's what makes America, America. You live your dream. The American dream. Whatever that dream is. And they'll say, well, it's got to be within the law. And he's going against the law. Yeah, he's growing stuff on his property the way he wants to. And people come by and say, yeah, I'll buy some of that from you. No problem. I mean, it's just ridiculous that this is happening and I feel like we're saying more and more every day this is ridiculous that this is happening and I just wanted to get better that's all I just wanted to get better Be sure to follow me on uh, my social media accounts: uh, Facebook and Instagram is uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, Twitter is at Jeffy JFR, and uh, you can you know order a cameo from me as well at Jeffy JFR. And you can email the show anytime chewing the fat at the I have a couple of emails I'll get to today. Plus, uh, if you follow me on Twitter at Jeffy you never know what little fun might become of it. I see where uh, my man Jack Basavik, uh posted uh, yesterday that O.J. Simpson cut his wife's head off on Twitter and is fine with him being on here. And they were you know, obviously talking about Twitter you know, canceling people. And uh, I replied to that, um, he was found not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and that started a battle on Twitter that I knew it would, and I was very happy to have that happen. Jack even quote tweeted me, people were all wound up at me. And I will say that I am blessed was, uh, you know, one of, uh, one of the re- replies, uh, to that particular tweet saying, look what you started, LOL. That's right. Look what I started. Thank you. You're welcome. That's exactly, exactly what I wanted to do. I got an email, uh, from Greg sa- thanking me. And I just want to say you're welcome. Uh, he said, based solely on your mention on the show, we ordered from Kogel's we got bologna, summer sausage, Polish, and Vienna's. All are spectacular. There's an old expression. If you're on the road and want a good place to eat, look to see where the truckers are eating. And I don't know that that actually holds up in today's world, but I got you. I know the old expression. Likewise, look to a portly gent if you want good meat products. Wait, what? Yeah, I love the show. <laughs> Do ya? Do you? Well, you said you do. So good. Uh, yeah, I love Kogels, man. I am a Kogels fan. Uh, I was raised on the Ring Bologna and the Vienna hot dogs, man. I just, I really, I really want some bad. I almost ordered some after I received your email, Greg. Uh, no doubt about that, man. I, I, could, I could use some Kogel hot dogs, either fried up in a frying pan. Where else do you fry them up on, or on the grill? And I could do some Kogel hot dogs. Oh, man. Kogel hot dogs. <sighs> Soft bond and Heinz ketchup. Now. Now you're living. And I saw a post on my uh, Chewing the Fat fan club Facebook page from uh, Tanya. T-O-N-I-A. And I thought, that's that was interesting. Her post was things to think about. And you go down the list of things to think about. It really is things to think about just as advertised. Uh, what if my dog only brings back the ball because he thinks I like throwing it? If poison is post, I'm sorry, if poison is past its expiration date, uh, is it more poisonous or is it no longer poisonous? Which letter is silent in the word sent? Is it S or the C? Do twins ever realize that one of them is unplanned? <laughs> Why is the letter W in English called W? Shouldn't it be called double v? Maybe oxygen is slowly killing you and it just takes 75 to 100 years to fully work. Remember, these are things to think about. Every time you clean something, you just make something else dirty. The word swims, S-W-I-M-S. Upside down is still swims. Think about it. Intentionally losing a game of rock, paper, scissors is just as hard as trying to win. Remember, these are things to think about. 100 years ago, everyone owned a horse, and only the rich had cars. Today, everyone has cars, and only the rich own horses. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, think about it. Your future self is watching you right now through memories. Huh. All right. Uh, through memories on in the meta, or just through actual memories... Of being your future self. Uh, The doctors that told Stephen Hawking he had two years to live in 1953 are probably dead. Yeah, I mean, they died well before Stephen Hawking. No question about that. If you replace W with T in what, where, and when, you get the answer to each of them. Oh, think about that. What that where there when then huh I know I know things to think about many animals probably need glasses but nobody knows it well I mean seriously now that's funny but uh, if you live with an animal long enough you know that uh, you know your animal can't see anymore runs into walls gets up can't has to look straight at the you know the food that kind of thing so you do know but you don't care. Because it's like, I'm not getting your glasses. They're too expensive for the humans. or They're too expensive for you. You could just watch out for the wall. Okay? <laughs> if you rip a hole in a net, there are actually fewer holes in it than there were before. If you rip a hole in a net, there are actually fewer holes in it than there were before. Things to think about. And a couple more things for you to think about, just as uh, just so you know what's happening in the world. Uh, defense begins of Nicholas Cruz, who killed 14 students and three and a half st- and three staff members at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, in 2018. He pled guilty, but apparently they're trying to uh, uh, mount a defense where he would avoid the death penalty. Good luck on that, Nicholas. And speaking of someone who uh, needs to just go away, someone else that needs to go away, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci has announced that today he will be stepping down from the positions of Director of National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID, and Chief of the NIAID Laboratory of Immunoregulations, Immunoregulations, as well as the position of Chief Medical Advisor to President Joe Biden. I will be leaving these positions in December of this year to pursue the next chapter of my career. Bye. Oh, and uh, one more thing. For those of you living in Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania again, if you haven't been going to the Miller's Ranch to pick up your grass-fed beef and dairy, uh, you're not going to get any lettuce on any of your sandwiches at your Wendy's. In Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, I know. Apparently, the CDC is investigating an E. coli outbreak. It has sickened 37 people, and Wendy's is like, you know, we're just not going to put any lettuce uh, on our sandwiches. Wait, what? Yeah, we don't we don't trust where the, the lettuce is coming from, so we care about uh, we care about you, the customer, and so you can have your Wendy's burger. You're just not going to get any lettuce on it. So if you stop off at Wendy's to get your burger and a Frosty in the next little while, uh, and you're in Michigan, Ohio, or Pennsylvania, there's not going to be any lettuce. I know. How bummed are you? (laughs)